0: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe.
1: Hey Jonathan, how's it going?
0: I feel five.
1: You feel five? Yes. Why don't you explain that?
0: Or should I feel, I guess five is right, yes. I was trying to figure out if it was five or six, Amy, because five years ago today, this podcast debuted.
1: Wow, it's been quite the whirlwind.
0: Yep, so we're heading into kindergarten now.
1: That's a kind of an interesting way to think about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure, that works.
0: Yeah. yeah sure. Well, we can you know,
1: I'm color I,
0: and learn our. You know, I don't do numbers. a lot of
1: I don't think a lot on anniversaries. I don't reflect as much, but five is is kind of a that that's a milestone. I get that.
0: And to yeah. think that we we really have not missed a week either. I mean that I know that, I, that may be the most impressive thing that you and I have been able to work it out where we can record every week for five years even when you're off and across the world
1: yeah we've done it from japan i've been in canada we figured out how to do it when i was in israel
0: yeah i mean it's you've been Southeast all over asia yeah and, all just wh- all kinds of places and where has jonathan been nashville tennessee
1: I mean, every now and then you did it from places like, you know, Texas or California or something like that. Yeah, that's true.
0: I've been across the U.S. a few times, but most of the time I've been here and I'm not the one that has done it internationally yet.
1: Yeah. The best one, I think the best one was when I was in Japan and we had to do it on complete like opposite time. And so you recorded parts and sent them to me. Yes. And then I recorded my responses to you and then you actually put them together like they were a, a real conversation in real time. Mm-hmm. That was pretty impressive.
0: Here you are pulling the curtain back on everything, Amy, all the magic, all the or the tricks of the trade.
1: Yeah, so I would have to kind of like I would listen to what you said and then I would react. So.
0: It's been fun, but hey, we do want to thank the listeners. We're going to talk a little bit more about the fi- the first 5 years of the podcast cuz we're not finished. We're still going. And uh we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Uh, but do want to thank the listeners, the sponsors, everybody who's been a part of this conversation, all of our guests. We'll talk about that a little bit later too. Uh, we do want to thank y'all for making this possible each and every week. We have a blast doing it. It's helped us grow as people, grow as employees at our respective institutions where we work. And now at the EC, it helps us do our jobs every, each and every week. So. Thank you all for listening, and uh, we we really appreciate it. We love doing it. Strangely enough, there's nothing we'd rather talk about than the SBC.
1: Uh, I mean, I like talking about my kids. I like, you know, <laughs> I, I thought. Th- I mean, that's a, there, a very strong statement. But there's <laughs> there's no other podcast that I would would be interested in than SBC. All right. I mean, maybe a first ladies podcast, but that would be my second choice.
0: The Floatie so, podcast. That's right. Talking about the yes. first ladies. Okay. All right. Well, hey, let's jump into the news this week. We got some uh, disturbing news from Minneapolis. Many of you probably have seen the footage of George Floyd, uh, his death at the hands of a, a Minneapolis police officer. Just really disturbing to watch and see that video, Amy. And a Southern Baptist leader spoke out, uh, rightly so, uh, against this type of violence that we've seen.
1: Yeah. I tell you, this has been a hard week just processing this. and even as it's difficult for me to take in and process, I know that there are so many others for whom it's much more difficult and I and I recognize and and acknowledge that. And so I've just had to really kind of letting it sink in to processing it to feeling uh, the emotions that that come with it and then to recognize. The emotions that many of my brothers and sisters are feeling uh, as well. Uh, we, you know, when I was just talking about the um, the doing the the podcast from Canada, it was on that Canada trip that there was kind of a season where a lot there there were multiple stories similar to this, and so we've gone through times like that in the news cycle where some some stories have come to the surface, and I want to say it maybe was. Another one that was in in Minneapolis, So I think that may have been the time when F- Philando Castile was in the news. And I tell you, I, I actually thought about what it was like to be outside the U.S. and to hear Canadian citizens and kind of hear some of the questions that they had as they were looking outside and then also even feeling a little bit uh away from everything and, and struggling with that, just processing all of this. And so uh, obviously, this is a continued story in process, because there's been a lot of, of community reaction, and then also reaction around the country. Um, but we have had, as you said, many uh, Southern Baptist leaders, some in the, the story that was at Baptist Press, but uh, many beyond that who are reacting with great sorrow over this.
0: And speaking of the story of Baptist Press, Marshall Alsberry, I've I really come to appreciate him. Didn't know him until he was nominated and won first vice president last year. But over the past year or so, I really, really have come to really appreciate him and his thoughts and and just his words in these types of situations. He says, I am disturbed, brokenhearted, and deeply grieved when I see and read that another black man's sacred life has been unjustly snuffed out. The life of George Floyd was ended by those charged to protect and serve. They became judge, jury, and executioner. And and I think that juxtaposition there at the end of that statement uh, is really what has hit home with me. Uh, as we we've seen this come, you know those who are charged to protect and serve becoming judge, jury, and executioner. So, uh, I, I really appreciate those words from Marshall Osbury, the first vice president of the Southern Baptist Convention.
1: Yeah, and his first person, uh, that oh, reflection fantastic. was was really meaningful for me. So we'll put we'll put both uh, the story that Diana Chandler wrote. She did a, did a great job with that, but then also Marshall Osbury's first person. We'll put both of those in the show notes.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right, we head down to Macon, Georgia, Amy, where a Georgia youth pastor and school teacher has been accused of lying about being robbed and kidnapped by two black men in an attempt to cover up an actual robbery that occurred during his attempt to solicit a male prostitute from Craigslist. So Christopher Keyes was arrested and charged with solicitation of sodomy by the Bibb County Sheriff's Office after an incident about a week and a half ago. And uh he has been released from his jobs at both Wesleyan Drive Baptist Church, as well as Tattnall Square Academy. No real details on anything other than that. I mean, they they kind of give some information about what happened. But he basically had said that he had been carjacked at a CVS and kidnapped and taken to the hotel. His story fell apart, basically. He was robbed right. of his cell phone and $70 cash, but it was actually... A uh, male prostitute that he had solicited on Craigslist.
1: What we know is, of course, this is a very difficult story and compounding, you know, and it's compounded by the fact that he was a youth pastor. Uh, Wesleyan Drive Baptist Church did uh, respond that they were shocked and saddened. There were no red flags or warnings when he was hired. He was a part time youth pastor and no red flags or concerns while he was at the church, but he was terminated on May 21st. So he was terminated quickly and all of the uh, the families, the parents were contacted within two hours. There were only four students in the youth group. So the church acted very quickly in this situation and he has been charged. Uh, but then sort of the, the added layer is in the accusation about uh, the robbery and all, all of those things, the lying on top of it. This is just a very difficult story, and so if you know if, if there are any developments in that, we'll we'll certainly circle back. But the the church responded quickly.
0: Yes, they did. All right, a couple of big events next week, Amy. Don't want to forget June second. SBC Advance, SBC dot com. A ministry update from all of our SBC entities, as well as some features on uh, Hoosier One and some stuff that's going on at IMB, you know, telling what our missionaries are doing overseas, as well as center relief. So, a lot going on there and some interviews. So, don't miss that. That's June 2nd at 2 p.m. Central. That's 3 p.m. Eastern on SBCAdvance.com. So, you can watch that there. And then on June 7th, which is next Sunday, We have the Sunday designated for the Southern Baptist Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church that's taking place. That's sponsored by the International Mission Board, and that's going to be a week from this Sunday. So the first Sunday in June, June 7th, Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church.
1: Yes. So that comes out of, there was a motion on the floor last year about adding this to the SBC calendar. So over the last year, that has been added through the executive committee who takes care of the calendar.
0: So this will be the first day of prayer that we will observe for the persecuted church officially on our calendar. So um, we'll look forward to that next Sunday, June 7th. And then finally, Send Relief. uh, They're going virtual with Gen Send Now.
1: Yeah. So this is, you know, the Gen Send missions experience is something that a lot of college students have done. And so it it's where they send college students to send cities everywhere. But obviously mm-hmm. that's, that's not something they can do right now. And so they're launching a virtual experience. So it starts June 1st and it lasts through July. It includes weekly interactive webinars with mission leaders from across North America. It trains the students how to live on mission and challenges the students on things that they can do to engage their own community communities. Um, full access to the live video chats and training materials. Uh, that means the participants have to register, but it is free at now.gensen.org. So we'll have uh, uh, the story up also, you know, just a link straight straight to that. Um, so I think that's, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. And that's for college students. So if you've got college students that you know, uh, or are interested in missions and, and just really just furthering the kingdom it uh, doesn't have to be missions they can just be on mission every day that's how they're spinning this uh have them check that out at now.gensend.org so a uh, really really cool thing that they're doing this year because they had to cancel gensend can't do it this summer because of COVID 19 short week in the news department amy but uh do want to just take some time here and kind of reflect back on our five years so at this point in the show, we typically go into my favorite part of the week, and that's this week in SPC history, and you blow our minds, Amy. But I'm looking back at our first episode that we did. I was looking back at the uh, script of episode number one. We didn't do this. We didn't start the uh, the history moment until later on. I'm not sure right. which episode it was. it was.
1: It was something that I came up with a few weeks into it. So I can't remember which which one it started? We always did a resource of the week, but the history moment came a little bit later. It was something episode
0: that- Episode 14, looks like, was the first okay. one.
1: That was um, Hurricane Katrina.
0: Yes, it was.
1: Yeah. So that so, was that was
0: the first one that we looked at in, in the history books. But going back to that episode one script, 270 episodes ago, the, the news in that, there was some big news that week. I'm, I'm looking at this week's news. You know, there's there's some big things going on, but not a huge SBC news week. You know, we only had four or five stories today, but man, there was some stuff going on back in May of 2015. And Nathan Finn, good friend of the pod, was headed to Union. Now he's even moved on,
1: right? He's in yeah
0: he's in South Carolina now, North Greenville.
1: He's in in a different place. So look at all of these things. It's the that, provost, yeah, all these things that have have changed.
0: Yep. Steve Eccles had just been named the new president at Bruton Parker. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Lecrae had just signed to do his book Unashamed with signed. He had just, signed.
1: He had yeah. just signed to That's do crazy. Unashamed, which has been around for a, a really long yeah. time now.
0: And we had Ronnie Floyd, our boss now, on the podcast. That's right. So, Dr. Floyd, our first episode, first interview we ever did. He so, a, because he was because he was
1: president of the SBC, he was, and we were going to
0: ask him about what what we can expect at the SBC annual meeting. And then Julio, right. I think, was on the next episode, Julio Ariola. Uh, yes, we were talking to him about the music at the SBC. And now both of those we work with. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So I'm looking to see. Since I didn't do uh, this week in SB his- S- since I didn't do this week in SBC history for that first one, I'm looking to see what I did um, the, next the next year. year? And mm-hmm. it looks like it was about the-, the Baptist Sunday School board, I guess when the oh. Baptist Sunday School board started.:
0: Yeah, it was the late because uh, I came across that this week, it was late May in 1891. That's right, and because um, they had passed it, I think like at the first part of May, but they actually like incorporated and in everything at the end of May, in right? 1891, and I, I was looking today. I think it was in 1981. The mayor of Nashville declared May the 28th, which is the day we're recording this on, on Thursday. Um, they declared May 28th as Baptist Sunday School Board Day in Nashville. Yes. So, and, and that was in that was in 19. Eighty-one on the 90th anniversary of yeah. the founding.
1: Okay. So. And then the next year, I had 1966. And I'm going to guess. So what I put was the lineup for the Southern Baptist Pastors Conference of 66. So again, this is when the meeting happened in, in May. Uh-huh. Um, they were meeting in Detroit, Michigan. And when I'm looking at this story, because in our show notes, we just put like the links. Or, or in I guess in our script is what I'm looking at. I yeah. think it's that Paul Harvey, the news commentator, was going to deliver. He delivered a major address in the Monday night session, and mm. I'm sure that's what I was talking about because I uh, am a huge Paul Harvey fan. Like the rest of the story, you know. Yes, I'm I'm and, very well aware. Yes, and I used to listen to. This is. I'm going to really show how I've always been kind of a nerd and how weird I was that that's what I did every morning when I would drive to school in high school as as a teenager is I would listen to Paul Harvey in the mornings.
0: Is that bad that I did the same? No way. Yeah. Straight up.
1: Okay. True story. Weirdest moment listening to Paul Harvey was when he announced that Amy Carter, the former president's daughter, had gotten married
0: because you're Paul Amy Harvey,
1: Carter and Paul Harvey had this way. Yeah, that's my maiden name. So I, I'm on the way to high school and I'm I my name's Amy Carter at the time. And so it, Paul Harvey had this way of telling things where he would say something and then give a long pause. And so I'm just driving along and then he said, "Amy Carter was married blah blah blah." So it's like this really long so it sounded like he was talking to me through the radio. And I mean, it was only a second that I was like, "What's going on?" And then I realized, "Oh, that's he's just talking about." You know,
0: not not you, the other not Amy me. Carter. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So
1: that that was another one. That
0: yeah, I did so as we look back on our five years, what are uh, we? We kind of reflected on this a little bit last week, but what are some of the history moments that stand out? What are the, some of the things that we found out? I mean, we've talked about Truth Quest. That was one of the the things that we you and I did not know about. We've we've just uncovered some gems that we. Didn't really know about, but other people kind of here and there had known about. Truth Quest California was one of those,
1: right? Uh, Truth Quest California for sure. I think we talked about it. The the kind of the mascot guy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: That that went across.
0: Yeah, we talked um, about the train cars a lot. Right, on reserving
1: here. reserving rooms. In How the about train the first car?
0: time that they had amplification or a recording? Yes, that we, we've talked about that as well. Yeah, and the how they meetings. had it
1: where the where reporters could bring, like they could bring their microphones up. Yep, to and they the would sit on the
0: stage. Yep,
1: right to the stage. Um,
0: the implementation of the the page program. Remember that? And right? and how it, wasn't it at one point like the president had its own personal page? Do you remember that?
1: I think so. Yeah, and I think there was something about how they used. Um, when they first recorded everything on film strips or something like that. Yes, for and the, the first meeting. time
0: they did projection at the meeting. Right. So all these all these firsts that you don't think about, but you you think about where the SBC annual meeting started back in 1845, and the what is it? What are we like 143 annual meetings into it now? Yeah, is that the number? Uh, or will be next yes. year? I think. Yeah, we'll be so, next year. All that has happened at these annual meetings, and not just annual meetings. There's other things that have happened too. But all the technology advances from 1845 to today, and how that has affected what we do on an annual basis in the at the annual meetings. Yeah, it's it's just amazing to think about that. So the first time we had projectors, the first time we had microphones, the first time we had you know film strips, those kind of things, or whatever it may be. So uh, just so much has happened, and it's been neat to find little bits and pieces here and there. And uh, some of the the ads that we found in the Baptist and Reflector have been priceless. I think one was uh, some elixirs, things like yeah. that, and eggs for sale okay, or something. But, I the, forgot.
1: but the one the one I loved the most was the one that had all the nicknames for the sing. Was it the Singles Ministries? Yes. I can't yes. remember when that was. But it was, it was a either. bunch of different nicknames.
0: Yeah. And there was the club in Dallas. We talked about that a little bit last week. Right. The outreach, the ministry to singles I, it in Dallas. Was,
1: it's the obscure stuff. It's like the human yeah. interest. The Shetland things. Pony. Right. It's the, Those are the things that get my uh, attention the most. And then, of course, you know you're going to have some things. I mean, we covered like the Ralph Elliott controversy at Midwestern and, uh, you know, just other, other things, you know, controversial issues in the SBC, which have happened all throughout our history. Those are things that you, you recognize because they're milestone moments, but it's the human interest stories that would always get my attention the most because it's just, I, I just love people. And I think people are fascinating and, um, and I, I I love to hear about the things they about just the things they like to do, about the things that they value. And I mean, even the Shetland pony, you know, that's funny. And uh, you know, to us we're like, what in the world? But here's what it means is that some people had a Shetland pony and then they said, well, we want to give it to our church. We want to give it to missions. Yeah. Um and so it so it shows it shows the people's values, even as it also shows eccentricities. <laughs> um but but it's uh it, it it's so interesting and you know the other thing is obviously i i do a lot of searching and digging for those moments and so you you know i only do one moment a week so i i also will see in my research a lot of times sometimes difficult stories sad stories um stories about uh, and I've 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 brought some of these to the surface but you know if we lose missionaries or you know things like that um, and that's that's hard too cuz not every story is a good story
0: yeah and, and it's it's fascinating also to see some of the things that maybe we struggle with or debate as a denomination now 30 50 80 years ago we were doing the same thing you know it it to see those cycles that's been yes. fascinating to me
1: it's been fascinating and it has also really helped me to take things now in stride a little bit more because i just start to recognize you know i think this is um this is not the first time in history that we've talked about things like this and it won't be the last um and that actually helped me in american that has helped me in american history because i think it was uh I don't remember uh, who talked about this, but just, you know, obviously we are in a very, we've been in a very difficult sort of polarized time in American politics for for quite a few years now. Um, and that can be so demoralizing to experience. But, you know, we, we've had times in our history where, I mean, they were like punching each other out on the Senate floor, and there were fist fights happening you know in the in in DC and so you realize um uh, sometimes things aren't we didn't invent you know strife we didn't invent difficulty and we didn't invent some of the things that we you know maybe maybe struggle over and it, we can benefit from seeing how they wrestled with them mhm back then
0: yeah so, you know, the history moment has been, a, I think, a great add to the show. So I thank you for doing that every, each and every week. I know that's something that a lot of folks out there really enjoy. And uh, especially our friend Luke Holmes. Uh, I think he even like kicked off his own little his, SBC history podcast. Oh,
1: yeah. It's
0: kind of. Oh, a, yeah. I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's an offshoot. We're not, he's not Laverne and Shirley to our happy days, but at the same time. It's you know, awesome. A, but yeah, a little, he's a, a little it's inspiration just- there, I think.
1: That's right. It shows that uh th- that there are other There's people an who really enjoy yes. yeah, who really enjoy reflecting on this and who also see that we're part of a, you know, larger story that we need to know the good and the bad.
0: Yeah. Now, we mentioned earlier the the interview guests that we had on this first couple of shows. We've had a lot of great Southern Baptist interviews over the past 5 years. Uh I, I can't think back to one interview that I would say that was a bad interview. It seems like we we just had some great guests over the years. Uh, several entity heads, trustee, chairman, um, missionaries on the field, church planners, everything. And, you know, it's just been, that's been fun, I think, to get to talk to people, get to know people that you and I may have never interacted with. I mean, there there's no reason in the world for you and I to interact with William and Heidi Hahn in sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah, I mean, we, but there are missionaries, and we happen to be able to interview them, or you did at least. I, I I'm still mad right. I missed that interview. Right,
1: and then we but, get to sort of bring bring yeah. that to listeners so that that they can be part of the conversation too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so just been a a wonderful time with a lot of great guests, and you know, we we've had Dr. Mulder came on that one time and talked about the peace committee, and yep. like, we went deeper into the peace committee I think in that interview than. Anybody's gone into the peace committee in probably thirty years. <laughs> so since it was formed. Uh yeah. you know, that that was one of those things There, we were coming up, I think it was on like the thirty thirtieth anniversary or thirty fifth anniversary, something yeah, like that. Something of like the peace that, committee. yeah. And we, we had a great interview with Dr. Mueller about that and uh about what was going on back then in the mid eighties. So Right. Uh, so was, do you remember?
1: Didn't we do an interview with Clint Presley? Yes. And I think what I remember is, I'm pretty sure he did not, I I would love to think he's a listener today, but I think at that time, he didn't really know what this podcast was. I think it was pretty early on. And he was very kind to come on and answer questions. But there was a point where I thought he doesn't really know what he's getting into or what where this is going to play or what, and so he's being really gracious to talk to us uh, and give us the benefit of the doubt. So I hope it was a good experience for him, but that kind of made me laugh.
0: Yeah, we've we've had him on, we've, I mean, pastors galore. We've had people come in on and talk about the an- annual meeting from their area and you know give us right. all the the recommendations. Griffin Gulledge talked. For I think Griffin and I could have done two hours on Birmingham and food if if yeah, you'd Yeah, I let enjoyed
1: us. I enjoyed those and it would have been fun to do that for Orlando. Now next oh. year. Well next I year. We're so gonna I'm gonna, have I'm gonna a lot push of fun. back
0: on that. I'm gonna push back on that. What? Orlando is like the chain food and like tourist trap capital of America. Literally. We still
1: could have had fun talking about well, some I of know. the different things to do.
0: I know. But at the same I, time it's I
1: would have talked it, about Anthony's coal fired pizza.
0: Yes, you you recommended that and the last time I was in Orlando I went there and it was fantastic.
1: Yeah. So, so I would have yeah, I would there have There are some hole
0: in the wall places that are really good in Orlando. You just
1: right, really have right.
0: to look for them there.
1: And there's some great places at Disney Springs and things like that. So we oh, could yeah. have we could have had fun talking about that. But next year, that's our year. Oh wow. We don't yes. even have to bring a guest on to talk Not, about Nashville.
0: Just turn Amy toward the microphone and let her go.
1: There we go. Yes. Yep. All
0: right. And then our resources of the week over the last five years, some of the resources I you've I think we both have recommended stuff that the other person has bought as a result. And the yes. one that sticks out for me is The Story of God's Love for You by Sally Lloyd Jones. Yep. Which takes the Jesus Storybook Bible and packaged it in kind of an adult reader version, right. so to speak. Right. Which is Still, one of my favorite books, I read it at least once a year and just sit down and just, and, and you know, I'm usually a puddle of tears by the end of the thing because right. it's just so well-written. It's just such a beautiful book, a beautiful story. I mean, it's the Bible. It's the gospel story. Yes. But the way she presents it just absolutely blows my mind. I, I'm always amazed by that, and uh it's just, that's a gift. And you you mentioned that one time, and I bought it immediately. I think there's been several times where you've mentioned books or whatever it may be. And by the time you get done, it's already in my Amazon cart headed to the house. So yeah. yeah so, so I, I appreciate not, that over the years.
1: Yeah. I have fun bringing some, you know, history titles and, and other sort of random things. Um, but I mean, my, over all the five years of all the resources we've talked about, the one that I have, since it came out, have used all the time and, and still use, you know, all the time is the She Reads Truth Bible. That's that's my- That was our
0: resource of the year a couple of years ago.
1: Right. And that is, I, I, I love that.
0: Yeah. And I love that, it. That's been a huge Bible. By- I didn't realize that they'd now moved into Kids Read Truth. And Beth uh, used one of the Kids Read Truth books the other night in her story time that she's been doing online during the quarantine time. And uh, it, it was- it was really good. I'm like, golly, this is, you know, they, they're they killing it. Um, Rachel and Amanda and the entire team over at She Reads Truth, He Reads Truth, and, and now Kids Read Truth, they have just done an incredible job over the past few years and building that brand and building those resources for the church. So uh, just just really well done on on that part.
1: Yes. And I still use it and I love the plans. I love the design. I just love the layout, everything. It's just incredible. So that's still my favorite.
0: Yeah. Well, that's our kind of look back on 5 years. Tweet us, tell us what your favorite parts have been over the past 5 years. We'd love to hear from you. We we always love hearing from listeners. We we don't really solicit a lot of listener feedback. You you give it sometimes and we appreciate that, but we we love hearing from those of you who listen and we appreciate, you know, it it wouldn't be possible without our listeners each and every week. So, thank y'all so much for the first 5 years. We're looking forward to the next 5.
1: For us, I think what we always wanted and hoped for out of this is that more people would engage in the process. And I don't know if it's because of this podcast, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily true, but I would say that we are seeing that and that makes me happy.
0: I think it's totally because of this podcast and I'm going to take all the credit for it.
1: (laughs) Well, I think uh, that's, that's (laughs) what we need. That's what we need is for more people to engage in the process for it to And work. for me
0: to take the credit for it, right? Not you do exactly. whatever
1: you feel is right <laughs> before the Lord.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, on that note, Amy. There you go. We'll see you next week.
1: See you next week.